Welcome to the Eddie Hyde Podcast. I am your host and teacher, Eddie Hyde. I'm so glad you've joined me today. We're going to continue talking about the Holy Spirit and revival because it is the Holy Spirit that produces revival. It's not, it, because real revival is not a man-made event. It is something that comes down from God out of heaven, God pouring out his Holy Spirit afresh and just like uh, living waters flowing out, bringing refreshing and new life to his people and to his church. And that is what we're praying and believing for today across America, across Canada, Mexico, Ireland, the nations of the world. We're praying and believing God for a heaven-sent revival. Now, the last couple of days we've been talking about uh, this baptism in the Holy Spirit, we were talking, I think we read from Acts 2-4 about how they were all filled with the Holy Spirit on the day of Pentecost. And um, and yesterday, I stopped at the place, uh, we were talking about the purpose of, of this baptism in the Holy Spirit, and, and we elaborated on what Jesus said in Acts 1-8. And, and then I was going to talk about next, about how does someone, how does a believer receive this baptism in the Holy Spirit. How do we receive this filling of the Holy Spirit? And I want to say again, when you read the New Testament, there are expressions that are interchangeable talking about the same experience. Baptism in the Holy Spirit, being filled with the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit fell upon them, um, they received the Holy Spirit. All of those are interchangeable expressions for the same experience. How does one receive this experience of being filled with the Holy Spirit, of being baptized in the Holy Spirit. I, I think as as I look at what I have here, and this is in a manual from which I have taught in years past, I've taught on the Holy Spirit. You know, I, I have taught in many different venues, uh, Bible schools, uh, uh, theology schools, taught in the School of Theology at Old Roberts University, Christ for the Nations, Zion Bible College, Christian Life School of Theology, and so I developed a lot of, of teaching manuals and materials. And uh, this one, I have one, two, three, four, uh, I guess you could call it uh, criteria uh, and steps for receiving this baptism in the Holy Spirit. Uh, but, but but you don't have to be bound by this. I think the key is, we've, we've talked about this earlier, is just a thirst, a hunger. Lord, I just want all that you have for us. And as I'm saying this, I'm reminded of a very interesting situation. Many years ago, this was in the very early days of our marriage, and Sue and I will be married 47 years, May the 17th. And um, in the very early years, this was probably maybe the second or third year of our marriage, we were uh, planting a new congregation and a Bible school and a Christian school in Eastern Canada. And um, and I also was volunteering to answer the phones for a Christian ministry, as a Christian uh, television network that was all across Canada, and they had a telephone answering uh, center there in our city where we were, St. John, New Brunswick, Canada. And so I volunteered to go in in the evening and answer the telephone because people were calling and this uh, this program was aired there in the local uh, TV stations, and people were calling the number. And so there were, I don't know, probably four or five people maybe uh, there. And one of the people I met was a young woman. She and her husband had just recently moved there from Quebec. She was, uh, they were, they were French Catholics. 
And um, and I guess they were hungry for God, and that is why he had volunteered to answer the phone at this Protestant, charismatic uh, Christian TV network. And so, of course, in, in, in talking uh, with her, she asked, you know, and telling them what we were doing, I learned about them that they had just recently moved from Quebec, which is a uh, French-speaking province of, of Canada. And so I told them that we had were planting a church there in the city. And so one Sunday morning, they show up. Wow. And I don't think that they had ever, my sense was they had never been in a Protestant church before, never been in a spirit-filled church before. And so uh, shortly after that, now I think that was the only time they came. But shortly after that, they invited us to their house for a meal, for dinner, for supper one evening. So we went, and as we're uh, sitting around the table eating and talking, the Holy Spirit begins to stir inside of me. And, it, and I was drawn towards Ken, the husband. And I had this sense inside, and hear how I was interpreting it, that God wanted to baptize him and the Holy Spirit. And he didn't want to wait. To go to a church service somewhere, he wanted to do it right there. My friends, the Holy Spirit is, has not confined himself to a so-called church building with walls. You are the church. I am the church. He wants to work through us, <laughs> wherever we may be. And so uh, finally I said to him, I said, Ken, could I talk to you? Could we go around the corner here and talk, talk for just a minute? He said, sure. So we got up and we went around it in a little hallway. And I said, Ken, I feel that God wants to fill you with his Holy Spirit. Now, here's how he responded. He said, you know, said, when we were at your church um, recently and said, and this was on a Sunday morning, and he said, we were staying, standing and we were singing songs. He said, these strange words kept coming to my mind. And then he started speaking them like, he said, these strange words kept coming to my mind like Nika, Kika, Nika. <laughs> I said to him, I said, well, you've already got it. He said, I have. He said, you mean that's it? I said, yes. I said, that is that is the Holy Spirit bringing forth a new language, a heavenly language, empowering you to pray in a new language that doesn't have any uh, voc limits of vocabulary, no limits of language, no limits of syllables. And so I said, here's what let's do. I said, uh, let's lift our hands and let's just begin to worship God. And I said, as you sense those words coming forth, just begin to speak them forth. And so we lift there in his hallway, in his home, we lift our hands and we begin to worship God. And he just begins to flow forth, worshiping God in other tongues like he had been doing it for, <laughs> for ages. And it was such a contrast. You see, I grew up in Pentecostal churches. And I've seen so many people seeking and crying so hard. And sometimes people who have never heard of the baptism in the Holy Spirit are the easiest ones to receive it if they're hungry, if they're really desirous and thirsty towards God. And he obviously was very hungry and desirous for all that God had for him. And he had never been taught about this. So he just received it. When he understood it, he just received it. And it flowed so easily. And so powerfully. So the first, the first condition that I want to mention here is, are you thirsty? Jesus said, whoever is thirsty, let him come to me and drink. And then just ask. 
Simply ask. Luke eleven thirteen says, If you then, being evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to those who ask Him? How much more will the heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to those who ask Him? So ask Him. Believe. When you ask, believe. Ask in faith. Believe. Mark eleven twenty four. Therefore I say to you, whatever things you ask when you pray, believe that you receive them. I like what the how the Amplified expressed that. The Amplified uh, translation says, believe that it has been granted to you. Whatever things you ask when you pray, believe that it has been granted to you and you will have them. And then receive. And the word receive in scripture means to actively take. It is not something passive. It's like reaching out your hand and taking. If somebody, I, I did this as a, as a illustration in a Bible uh, school class I was teaching many years ago at, at Zion Bible College in Rhode Island. And uh, I had a student, probably 30 or 40 students, and many of them, some of them had asked for prayer. We would start with prayer every day. They were having financial difficulties. So this day when I was going to teach on this, I got out a dollar bill and I put it and I stood before them and I, I held out my hand. I said, here's a dollar I want to give you. And everybody just sat there and looked at me. I said, well, I got a dollar here. I know some, some of you need are needing money. I said, I got a dollar here uh, th that, that it's yours. I'm giving it to you. And still, everybody sat there. So I just stood there a little bit longer. And finally, one of them got up, came up, took it out of my hand, put it in his pocket, and walked back to his seat. I said, now, he just received <laughs> what I was giving. In other words, receiving, it's not something passive. It literally means to actively Acts 2.38, Peter said to them, repent. Be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins, and you shall receive. Have you actively taken, say, God, I choose by faith now to receive. And if nothing happens, then just go ahead and start praising and thanking him for giving it and that you have received it. Acts chapter 8, verses 15 and 17, Peter and John went down to Samaria and they prayed for the people there who had been baptized, who had accepted the preaching of the gospel through Philip, and miracles had taken place. Many had been healed, and they had been baptized in the name of Jesus. But the Holy Spirit had not yet fallen upon any of them. So Peter and John went down, Acts chapter 8, verses 15 and 17, and prayed for them that they might receive the Holy Spirit. The problem wasn't on God's end. The problem was their receiver. Their receiver was not working like it ought to. And they prayed for them that they might receive. Oh, I pray that you will receive all that God wants to give you today. Hallelujah. And um, Acts 10, 47. Uh, this is when Cornelius' house, these Gentiles were filled with the Holy Spirit as Peter was preaching. And Peter then said, now, now, they got it before they were baptized. You can't put God in a box. can't put the Holy Spirit in a box. And, and Peter said, can anyone forbid water that these should not be baptized who have received the Holy Spirit just as we have? Wow. They didn't have all the outward manifestations of tongues of fire and, a, and sound of a rushing mighty wind. But Peter said when they heard them speak in tongues, Peter said they have received the Holy Spirit just as we have. And then let the Holy Spirit flow out. You see, he comes in 
for the purpose of then flowing out through you. You are not a dead end street for the Holy Spirit. You are not like the Dead Sea. The Jordan River flows in, but there is no outlet. There's no river flowing out. No, you and I are to be channels. The Holy Spirit, God pours the Holy Spirit in us so that it will then flow out through us. So allow the Holy Spirit to flow out through you. And I'll leave you with what Jesus said. Whoever is thirsty, let him or her come to me and drink. Whoever believes in me, as the scripture has said, out of their innermost being will flow. So let the spirit, when you pray and you receive, then open your mouth, open your life. Let the Holy Spirit now begin to flow out. And probably the first manifestation you will experience will be speaking in a new tongue, speaking in a heavenly language. Let the Holy Spirit, hallelujah, cooperate with the Holy Spirit. He doesn't make you a robot, but you will sense it down in your heart and your spirit, and you will open your mouth, and you will begin to speak forth those syllables that you have never learned. Uh, you'll begin to speak forth by the Spirit, praising God and speaking to Him in another language. Hey, God bless you. I am Eddie Hyatt. This is the Eddie Hyatt Podcast. We're talking about the Holy Spirit and revival. There is no such thing as a true revival without the Holy Spirit. And we pray, oh Lord, for a, a fresh, mighty outpouring of your Holy Spirit on the churches of America, Canada, Ireland, Uganda, Pakistan, India, uh, all over this planet, God, fulfill your promise that in the last days you would pour out your spirit upon all flesh. And we thank you for doing it in Jesus' name. Amen. I'm Eddie Hyatt. Check out my website, eddiehyatt.com, and I look forward to seeing you next time.